0: Hey, before today's episode, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to my new patrons. Thank you so much, Jess, Matt, and Christine. You're really helping keep this show alive. If you'd like to get all of the bonus content and extra special goodies, please go to patreon.com slash Vanderpump You, too, will get a shout-out and so much more. Welcome to Vanderpump Robs, a podcast about Vanderpump Rules and everything in between. Today is a special day because I, your host, Rob Schulte, am here to share with you some very exclusive audio. Back in late August of 2022, I presented at a convention at the Burbank Airport Marriott. The convention? The last BugCon. What is BugCon, you ask? Well, it's a con put on by Bugmain and Associates. Bugmain has been a guest on multiple podcasts, like Doughboys and Struggle Session, and has also put out multiple albums among many other ventures. Suffice it to say that the breadth of work by this mysterious and enigmatic bug is far-reaching. Some of the other panels at Bugcon were ironic and silly; some dedicated and special. And others were outright bizarre, and I loved every minute of it. My panel, which you'll hear shortly, was of course very sincere and held to the highest regard. Here's a short list of some of the presentations that you may have missed if you were not in attendance at BugCon. Salad Day's Power Hour. Can one man eat an entire salad in just one hour? The Dreamcast Podcast Crazy Taxi Taxi Off. Self Esteem Party Podcast panel hosted by Alana Johnston, someone you may be hearing from in the near future on this podcast. Craig Healy's The Magic of Editing A Star Wars announcement panel with Craig Healy, postmodern paleography, an introduction to capital numbers, and of course the final performance by Bug Maine. My experience was quite unique, because for my birthday, I purchased myself a Pro Plus Tier badge, which entitled me to a meet-and-greet with Bug Little did I know that the meet-and-greet had some caveats. I had to put my phone in a yonder bag, then take a shuttle to the airport so that I could travel to Phoenix, because of course the meet-and-greet was at the base of the Camelback Mountains at the Phoenix Airport Marriott. This was all very surprising to me, but I made it there in one piece. Luckily, there were no delays, and myself and all of the other Pro Plus badge members made it back to Los Angeles in one piece. Now, the panel of mine that you're about to hear was based on the theory that if we as humans are living within a computer simulation, then the characters and cast members of Vanderpump Rules are corrupting the simulation, not just for us, but for themselves. My co-panelists were Mackenzie Green of The Taylor Strecker Show and Craig Dietrich of The Bachelor Masters Podcast. If you'd like to see video of this panel, please join the Vanderpump Robs Patreon account at patreon.com slash vanderpumprobs or click the link in the show description. Now, let's get to that audio. Hey there, have you ever watched a movie or TV show you're certain no one else enjoys? Is there a movie franchise that, despite some lackluster elements, you must consume it in its entirety? Are you tired of folks taking silly media just a little too seriously with their negative reviews? Then you've found the right podcast. Welcome to Bill and Rob's An Excellent Adventure, available wherever you get your podcasts. That's Bill and Rob's An Excellent Adventure, part of the Bridgeburner Podcast Collective. Winner! Hello everyone. Thank you. Thank you for showing up to a pump in the Matrix. Now, I'm really concerned that the gentleman who ate two weed cookies an hour ago and said he was very excited about this performance is lost in the Marriott. But if he can be found or can hear my voice, I hope that you come back to a pump in the Matrix Vanderpump Rules, Outliers in the Simulation are Corrupting the Relationships of America and Beyond. Thank you, and meet me, Rob Schulte, host of Vanderpump Robs, a podcast about Vanderpump Rules. With me today is Mackenzie Green. Hello, hello, hello. Co-host of The Taylor Strecker Show and so much more. Also, our resident MCU universe, that's Redundant expert now to my right is craig dietrich craig hello he is my educational expert and we will have a dedicated slide or two in the middle of today's performance there's still people out in the audience talking getting high off edibles when they could be inside in the coal or pro lounge or quite possibly the front row. let me know when that next slide is up all right so as you can see we go through many different phases and the Vanderpump Rules, in Andy Cohen-verse. Phase 1, we start with Baywatch Nights, The Joe Schmo Show, I Love New York, Episode 3, and Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Season 1. Phase 2 is Baywatch with The Rock, then Iron Man, I Love New York, Star Wars The Force Awakens, and finally Vanderpump Rules Season 1. Phase 3, Below Deck, Mediterranean, which is its own spinoff, Captain Marvel, Stranger Things, The Mandalorian, Vanderpump Rules, Jax and Brittany Take Kentucky, and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Now, I don't know why I did that accent. <laughs> Phase four goes into Too Hot to Handle, Miss Marvel's Rob Zombie's The Munsters, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and then the mystery VPR series happening later this year. Uh, Mackenzie, can you please tell me why the MCU is important and how it affects... The Jeff Probst, Andy Cohen universe. Because much like
1: the first moment that I saw Net Benning on screen in Captain Marvel, and I knew that was the baddest bitch in the universe, when you see Tiffany Pollard, you know you're in the right place.
0: It makes too times. much sense.
1: Absolutely. We know Captain America has sex. We know Jax likes to sleep with everybody who has a warm body. So, I mean, honestly, it's the same place.
0: I couldn't have said it better myself. Can we get a round of applause for Jax sleeping with anything with a pulse? More on Jacks and transference later. Craig, I'm going to move on to this next slide. Obviously, it's all created by the architect, Andy Cohen. Today's area of focus is Vanderpump Rules, premiered January 7th, 2013, which was a spinoff of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It focuses on Lisa Vanderpump and the staff of sexy, unique restaurant, Pump and Tom in West Hollywood, California. More on West Hollywood, California later in today's session. The key maker of it all is Sheena Shea. Sheena Shea, Brandy Glanville, and Eddie Cibrian of Baywatch Nights have a unique relationship. Eddie Cibrian and Brandy Glanville were married to one another, and Sheena and Eddie Cibrian decided that they were going to start an illicit toward love affair. The love affair broke up Brandy Glanville's star of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and created the show we're talking about today, Vanderpump Rules. Now, Mackenzie, it's very important to me in, in the world that you're working with, at the Taylor Strecker Show, pop culture, celebrity, reality, that most of the cast members of shows fall into these main categories. Models. Yes. Actors. Absolutely. Mactors, which is the hybrid of both. Clearly. Musicians and bloggers. No now. Set. Is there one that you think jumps out more than any other? Maxer's actors and why would you say that
1: i would say actors are really an la staple because everyone seems to somehow be a working model slash actor but yet i've not seen most of them in anything but also they all have a project in development but how are all these projects in development at the same like everybody's on like tubi or fluffy or fuber Mm -hmm. or fubu which is also Uh the other black streaming network that most people don't know about then there's also like then people are like, oh, I have an anime on Crunchyroll. And I'm like, that doesn't track because you're very Caucasian. Hey. So, I mean, it's wild. It's wild. I, I mean, Mactors are actually my favorite subset of L.A. person.
0: Yeah, and we'll meet a few of those Mactors later today after this panel. Uh, most of the initial cast of Sir uh, uh, were already working at Sir before filming began. And it's rumored that Vanderpump Rules started because the staff was so dramatic and full of macters wait
1: rob i realize we're forgetting a very important person in this story please at the same time all of this is happening i as a young woman am watching coyote ugly for the 87th time in which a leanne rhymes is telling you that you can try to resist but you can't fight the moonlight and little did i know that that nexus event would open up a portal to me now having to sometimes talk to you about a bunch of weirdos who kind of sort of work at a restaurant in the middle of West Hollywood.
0: I cannot believe I forgot that slide. There you go. Thank you so much. Um, The friend group influences are obviously 90s sex comedies. We all know this. Uh, Judd Apatow's Heavyweights, of course. Uh, Jackass, the TV show, Not the Films. Uh, babysitter Club books, The Boxcar Children books, because it's about renegades trying to do their own thing, and Natalie Ambrulia's Torn. If you've ever watched an episode of Vanderpump Rules where karaoke's involved, Natalie and Imbruglia's Torn will be played at least three times. Now, why is this important? Uh, it is important because it is a matrix within a matrix that cannot be repaired. Our reality as television watchers and world livers is... Effect- world livers. Yeah, that was a weird choice. Is affected by things like pasta, editing shit out of life. Plan for retirement is to die, your ultimate birthday party and remembering that you are not perfect.
1: You know that season of Beverly Hills where Erica Jane was like, "I'm a I'm an enigma wrapped in cash wrapped in diamonds." That's what this slide is like. Exactly. I don't really know what it means, but
0: I'm into it. Exactly. And speaking of slides, let's go to the next slide. Now, we all are aware that deja vu is a factor that comes into the Matrix, and it comes into the sub-Matrix. We see in multiple seasons of Vanderpump Rules that music is a returning theme. Sheena, as a performer, singing Good as Gold. Tom Zandoval having multiple bands. In season two, he's a band that's playing in a movie that he's also producing. And later on, in further seasons, we have weddings. Sheena's wedding in season three. Sheena's next wedding in season ten that's currently being... Filmed and happening right now in Cancun, which is why Peter Madrigal could not be at this panel, and he canceled on me. Between a wedding and a Clamato deal, Jackson Brittany got married in a castle in Kentucky, and everyone seemed to think it was the best thing on earth, and no one knows why. Now, Tom Sandoval, no, Tom Schwartz and Katie, they were married. They were the couple of this show. Everyone wanted to see them succeed. But in between seasons, they got divorced and they saved all of their fights for what is currently being filmed right now. It doesn't make sense that you would delay your emotions unless it was somehow controlled by the architect. That was a guffaw of just, like, shock. Thank God. Um... We also know that comedy is a running theme. Kristen tried to attend comedy. Ariana read her very homophobic diary readings in season four. Uh, And Dana, who lasted one season, had a dry attempt at comedy where she said Lisa Vanderpump had a fat pussy. Next slide, please. Deja vu on television degrades our real-life deja vu, which is already affected by the media we consume. The cast of Vanderpump Rules is doomed to fail Because based on their performative media consumption, they cannot live in their own lives. Previous outlier situations are small, but there's one larger issue. Jack's the glitch and sexual repression. And this is where our friend Craig here will take over. Next slide, please.
2: Living in a society requires repression of sexual desires. Much like Marx's economy to Freud Society is built on sexual repression. When a person is misadjusted, the outcome is perversion and neurosis, this conflict between the ego and superego, or sexuality in general can, according to psychoanalysis, create a plane that can be useful for understanding reality TV. Consider a plane where we are all, to some degree, male, female, heterosexual, and homosexual, and how we identify necessarily represses what we don't identify with. The sublimation is the deflection of sexual feelings towards other more culturally acceptable behaviors. According to Carl Jung, the more more people sublimate, the less dangerous the it becomes. Watching art, such as reality TV, discharges sexual tension through social channels. And watching Vanderpump Rules can invoke repressed sexual feelings that cause the ego, which is aptly named the screen memory, to regulate between the real world and pleasure.
0: Hello, Vanderpump Robs listeners. If you'd like to hear the rest of this episode, please head over to patreon.com slash Vanderpump Robs. This show is a labor of love, and with your assistance, it'll help keep it alive. On the Vanderpump Robs Patreon, you'll get ad-free and early access to full-length episodes of the podcast. You can join me for at least one live watch-along per month. Get access to my Patreon-exclusive Discord server to chat all things bravo. Join me for at least one live Q&A per month, as well as access to my virtual question box for the chance to have your question answered during my monthly live Q&A. Thanks for your support over the years. With your help, we can really grow Vanderpump Robs. Head to patreon.com slash Vanderpump Robs or click the link in the show description.